Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Let's go to work. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, day before Thanksgiving, be safe. People are getting off work early today. Some people not working at all. Again, please be safe. You know, we were talking in the tease, Rodney, and it got me to thinking, we don't even have this plan, but I'm curious that uh, Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit is always tradition. When I was a kid growing up, I would go to that game every year. When they were in Detroit, my mm-hmm. dad would take me to see the Lions every year at then Tiger Stadium. Now, you uh-huh. you you okay. played for the Lions. So I have two questions. What was that game like for you playing for the Lions on Thanksgiving? And then what did that do to Thanksgiving? Because you also played for the Cowboys. I don't know if they played Thanksgiving that year or yep. not. Yep. What does that do to your Thanksgiving? So let's start with the Lions in that game. Well, yeah, it, it, it's um, it's pretty special because it's such a tradition uh, in Detroit. And you're right. Everybody looks forward to it. If there's one game you try to go to, if you're a fan or, or a semi-fan or you're just in the area, you're the one game you try to go to is that Thanksgiving Day game. Um, it's usually uh, an exciting game. You feel like there's an advantage because you're playing at home. Uh, it is the holidays, and the other teams uh, maybe just coming in to get in and get out and get back to their family so they can have Thanksgiving. So it feels like you you have somewhat of an advantage by, by playing at home. But the crowd is usually wild and crazy and ready for it and ready and in a festive, festive uh, attitude. Uh, when they come to the stadium. So it's a fun game to play in. And then on top of that, you have uh, a long weekend afterwards. So that was the cool part. You got to spend time with your family afterwards, and and you got to watch the games on the, on Sunday and, and Saturday. It's usually like it is this week. You know, all the big rival games in college football happen this weekend. So you get a chance to uh, to, to hang out. I would, if uh, usually too, if um, USC was playing Notre Dame at home, they would play after Thanksgiving weekend is how normally it would fall. So I would get a chance to come back home and watch that game uh, in person. So it was a lot of cool things by uh, by playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it meant a lot to the people in Detroit. I remember one yeah. year the Lions played the 49ers. So I moved from Detroit when I was 10. I don't know why this happened. I, I can't explain it to you. I got lost. I got what? lost at Tiger Stadium. Oh. and How old were you? God, I was probably eight or nine. I got lost. And, you know, look, it was a stadium, but it wasn't the size of the Silver Dome or anything like that. You could get around the stadium a few times if, you know, you stayed on the street. I must have run around that stadium four times looking for my dad, who just thought I'd gone to the bathroom or something. And by the time I finally found him, my heart was about to beat out of my chest. I was just terrified that I was lost. 
but I never let on. I said, hey, Dad. He goes, all right, let's go. Hey, where you been, son? Yeah. Oh, Dad. Let's go. That was a long one. <laughs> yeah, that was. Hot dog, I ate that. I'm tell sorry. you what, yeah. <laughs> and, and what was it like as a player playing on Thanksgiving? So what did that do to your Thanksgiving at home? Oh, it made it, it made it uh, festival, especially if, if you won, it was great. And, you know, if you lost, it was kind of a, you know, want, want, want. But if you won, uh, it was really cool because it was usually an early game. We usually played that game usually is the early one. It, it started at noon. So you were done about four and uh, got, you know, got back home. So it was like four four thirty five o'clock. Uh, you would uh, start to get ready for dinner and um, and have the rest of the night. And that would be pretty cool uh, because the the other games, well, it was only other one game back when I played. It was only Dallas with the other team that played. Um, now I think they have three games on Thanksgiving, but, but yeah, you got to relax with family. If you, you know, uh, it was a good, my family liked to come in town. If they wanted to come visit or come to a game, they usually pick that game to come to. So I always had a number of family members at that game and during that time. So it was really, really cool as a player to, to, to have Thanksgiving, you know, either at home or, or joining someone else, but also have my family there and, and just have a, 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 and then invite some players that didn't have family in town. Um, so it was a big get together. That was that was a lot of fun. And isn't Thanksgiving also in the minds of NFL players? Now it gets real after this weekend. Now, oh, now yeah, now this is it. Yeah, because it it happens at a time. It's usually you know week, you know eleven, twelve of the season, and you're you're kind of figuring out where you stand. It's the push of, oh man, we are we going to make the playoffs or not? And uh, it's either we're going up or we're uh, counting the days to pack it in before we get that U-Haul truck to get all our stuff out of there so we can go home for, for the off season. So, yeah, it is a pivotal time this Thanksgiving weekend because you kind of know, okay, we got a shot at this or we or this is this is our season. We're probably not going to make the playoffs. And that being said, I would think for the Chargers, this really is it. Thanksgiving yeah. weekend, they've been struggling. Yeah. They've got Baltimore yeah. on Sunday night. This yeah. will, you Not know, a great it, recipe to get her turned around. Yeah, right. It's either an incredible recipe to turn it around or perhaps it's the final nail. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the tough part because the, this, this is it for the chargers and they've got a tough opponent, uh, Baltimore team that is really good. Lamar Jackson's playing really well. Um, and you know, there's going to be a number of Baltimore fans in the stadium. Uh, they're going to be bringing that purple, um, but this is a make or break game for the for the for the Chargers. Um, if they lose this game, uh, you pretty much can kiss the playoffs uh, goodbye. They, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. And uh, I don't know, you know, without Bosa now, uh, just how they're going to get it turned around defensively. Uh, we look at some of those categories, Fred. They're way down. They're they're in some of those. They're thirty first in the league. They're they're twenty fifth in the league in a lot of defensive categories. And and um, it's tough to sustain, and I think just situational football has not been kind to the Chargers this season. Um, and it's not just one thing; it's a multitude of uh, a lot of things, and it's a shame because both you and I came into this season with high hopes for the char- Chargers. Absolutely, like this was going to be a big year for the Chargers. Yeah, and here we are; they're sitting at what are they sitting at four and six now? I mm-hmm. believe it is. Yeah, yeah, they're. It, it, you know, it's also now. I think when it comes to the Chargers too late if you were going to make a coaching change yeah it's too late you know they if they were going to do it if they were going to make that push like the Raiders did you've got to do it right at the trade deadline 
and then go yeah. for it. Say, we're all in. We're going for it. Because now, if you lose this Sunday and you're eliminated, what good? Well, mathematically, yeah. you're alive. But for all intents and purposes, you'd be eliminated. Uh, what good does changing the coach do? Yeah, I, and I've never been a fan of changing in the middle of the season, um, unless it's a real like egregious situation, and there's some also some off the field conflicts going on where it just can't go on. But if it's just a matter of winning and losing, um, I'm not a big fan of firing the coach in season. Um, that being said, I know there are some trains of thought that people may want to look at uh, maybe a. a a coach in waiting in the wings like Kellen Moore for for instance for the Chargers you know people are saying he's the next head coach if not at the Chargers somewhere he's the next head coach and if that's the case do you want to get a look at him over the next five six seven weeks of the season to say okay let's, let's see how you how you are with handling the reins as a head coach and we'll evaluate you over the last five weeks of the season and then make our decision if we want to keep you on as the head coach. That may be a, a situation that they could say, okay, Brandon Saley, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to we're gonna move on. But other than that, uh, I don't like firing guys in the middle of the season. And if you do that, if you promoted a Kellen Moore, a guy from any staff, and say we're going to take a look at you now and see, what can you really do in five or six weeks? I mean, not not much, but there, there are certain philosophy and – Things that a, a an assistant coach may see that they said, I want to change way of doing things. You know, I want to make it more like Antonio Pierce. He came in, he changed a lot of things with the Raiders, just subtle things. I mean, you know, the way they I think the way they travel, and then, and then certain things they 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 do in the locker room and made it more fun. I mean, you heard the players saying it was we're more relaxed now. It's 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 we like coming to work. You know, as opposed to. It, you know, it was more of a job situation for the Raider players, and they like they like what they see. The atmosphere is better, so that's what you kind of look for as as they change. Are they changing the culture of what it was that maybe have caused us to 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 lose football games? Are they doing subtle things? And then you talk to the players and say, "Oh, I like this. The meetings are they're not as long, but they're I'm getting more out of it. Practices are run a little bit differently because." Um, we're getting more efficiency out of our practices than we were under Brandon Staley. So there's little things that a, a new coach may come in and do. Say, you know, because guys have it. Uh, all the coaches do is like, if I'm a head, if I ever am a head coach, I would do certain things this way. I would do things this way. And so this could be an opportunity for that young or new coach come in and put a stamp on it to see if it sticks. All right, let's get to the Lakers now. They win last night. Congratulations, they have won their group in the in-season tournament. That is an incredible yeah. accomplishment. And what does that mean? It means that uh, they move on in the in-season tournament. Move on tournament. to where, Freddie? Well, they move on to the next round. Oh, That's what it means. Well, what is the next round, Fred? Well, the next round yeah. is if you win that, then you're going to go to Vegas. So they move on to the quarterfinals to go to the semis in Vegas. Correct. That's what it means. It's very exciting. So you don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Didn't even know. I don't even know what That's it is. That's why I asked him that question, Ronnie, just to see if Fred actually knew. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is they're in it, and they won it, and now they have a chance to win the whole thing. They will host a game on November 5th or 6th that will be a uh, quarterfinal at Crypto. Okay. If they win that game. December, December 5th? Uh, I believe it's 5th or 6th Yeah, is what's slotted in the schedule. And if they win that game, they will go to Vegas for a semifinal. And, and again, how do we... How do you? What do we know about which games are tournament games or not tournament games? Well, they've count? they've already been uh, established. I mean, they have been noted. 
Last night was a tournament game where they blew Utah out. By the way. Yeah, remember what Bonus Highland said? We played that clip from him from the Clippers, and he was like, all I know is I looked at the schedule, and there was a little picture of a trophy, so I thought it was something different, but I don't even know what's going on. Right. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's going to take time. It's going to take time. But on, on Spectrum last night, I heard Bill McDonald and Stu Lance say that LeBron was asked about it, and he wants to win it. He wants to win the in-season tournament. It's competition. Yeah. And anytime there's competition, you're in it to win it. Yeah, I think you find me the guy that says he doesn't want to win it. That's that's the that would be the headlines. I think everybody you ask is say, "Yeah, we want to win it. Of course, we want to win it." Now that it's it's a done deal, that you're actually gonna you know it's been approved and you're actually playing in this tournament, you got to say you're gonna win it. You want to win it. Um, so I just so the the games that are in the tournament are, yes. are have already been established. Well, what part of the tournament? For example. <laughs> and by the way, I misspoke. December 4th or 5th, not 5th or 6th. 4th or 5th. Right. Now, here's That's the, when they'll host that quarterfinal. Here's the thing. So they have been established in pool play. But now when we go to the quarterfinals, they haven't been established because we don't know who they're playing in the quarterfinals. Right, Kevin? That is correct. Right. So that will be established. But all the previous games, the pool play games, were already established. So, so they don't know what, don't happen, what happens if, uh, like, Portland's on the schedule. And right. Yeah. They play Portland on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. And other people are playing. But how, how do you determine who's what game is important and what game is not important? No, see, those games, no, no. Those games have already been structured. Yeah, those, they're all designated yeah, coming designated. into the season. Right. So those games are already yeah. done. So they're all the games done. with the funky courts you've seen over the last two yeah, yeah, weeks yeah. Are all, have all are been cool games. Those best, are but, but you just said that we don't know who they're playing. In the quarter How do you not know who they're playing? In the they, isn't it already on the schedule? No. So there's an entire open week on the schedule. See? So teams that are ah. eliminated from contention haven't had those games scheduled yet. So basically teams that are in it will play against other teams that are in it. Teams that are not will play against other teams that are not. And all those games will still count towards the regular season. The only game that doesn't count towards your regular season total is the championship game. Those teams will, in essence, play an 83rd regular season game. That's right. how it works. Okay, so there's games that, that have not been determined or not even on the schedule. They're yet. not scheduled yet, correct. But okay. now here's the question, and I don't know if you know the answer to this. It's great they'll be in the quarterfinals. Who might they play in the quarterfinals? Because I don't know that. I, I don't have to look that up. I'm not 100% sure. I don't, how the I don't even work. think it's listed. It might not even be listed. They right. might have, they might have a, a seating situation once everything is determined. I'm not sure. Right. All we know is congratulations to the Lakers. That is true, yes. That's very good news for them. Now, LeBron played a total of 24 minutes last night. Congratulations to the Lakers. That's very good. 24 minutes. That was big. That was enough. And they blew them out. I mean, Utah looked like a bad AAU team, and it gets worse. They had to jump on a plane and fly right to Portland. And if they looked that bad last night, how bad are they going to look tonight? But the Lakers dominated. It wasn't really a ball game. Everybody got a shot. Uh, the, the thing I've noticed watching the Lakers, and that was a good win, and LeBron played limited minutes. I think AD only played 29. Great. If that's if they can do that, then that's fantastic news. But uh, Jared Vanderbilt. Now I don't know when he's going to be healthy. Uh, but this Jared Vanderbilt fashion show every game while he's sitting on a bench. You don't like it? I don't like it. He's wearing some wacky outfits. It's a little much. He came in dressed like Jamiroquai one day. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man. Well, what's going on? A little on? too much. A little too much. Don't you think a little too much? Yeah, it could be a little too much. Especially, I mean, look, he's not playing. He's got he's got to figure out a way to kind of stimulate his mind and his body and his spirit. And so, you know, putting together some fashion 
outfits to get ready for a game that you're not playing in. I mean, that's his motivation, Fred. Don't knock a guy's motivation. Whatever we find to motivate ourselves to get up and go and, and be seen at the crypt. <laughs> you can't knock a guy for that, Fred. Not knocking a guy. I'm Good just, or bad. I'm, I'm not knocking a guy. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. He's not playing. he got a lot of time on his hand to kind of pick and choose his outfits. Apparently, he has a ton of time to pick and choose his outfits. Didn't he just sign a new deal, too? Yeah, three-year extension this offseason. So he got paid. He got new, new clothes. Now he's just styling on the bench. I think we need to see him play already. By the way, still no time frame on his uh, when he'll return, according to Darvin no. Ham last night. No. So we don't know when he's going to get back. But we do know that he's he's certainly styling every game. Uh, uh, we also know this, that uh, tonight the Dallas Mavericks are in town. It's the second of a back-to-back. The Lakers have had one of these before, back-to-backs at home. In the second game, they laid an egg. And then some people said, well, it's because they played back-to-backs. You didn't have to go anywhere. So I don't buy that. Now, LeBron and AD played. You had to play back-to-back, Fred. Yeah, but come on. You didn't have to go anywhere. You're still playing hard. Ronnie, come on. Go to bed, get up. It's like an extended practice the next day. It's not that hard. (laughs) You're here. Extended practice. Right. Don't go to shoot around at 10 in the morning. Show up at 4. Done. Okay? We're not going to work out for an hour and a half. We're going to play I tweaked my ankle, banged my shoulder, man. I just need a day. I need a day to kind of get back from this. No, I got to play a back-to-back. Yeah, play a back-to-back. You can make it. You'll be fine. So tonight they have a back-to-back. And given that LeBron and AD did not play a lot last night, they should be good to go tonight. So I think it looks good for the Lakers. And it's always fun to see Luka Doncic in town. And your favorite, Kyrie Irving. Don't forget him. Yeah, don't forget Kyrie. Oh, gosh. Oh, Fred, stop it. What? What? You still have that beef with Kyrie, huh? I don't have a beef with him. I'm just very realistic. I don't want him on my team. I don't want him. And, and that's the NBA, but that's the great folly of the reality show. Here's a guy that's a problem everywhere he goes. Every single place. At one point, he implodes. You know what we're going to do? We're going to give him more money. We're going to take care of him. We know at any moment, he could go nuts on us. But we're going to give him even more money than he made and cross our fingers and hope he makes it all the way through. That's the excitement of it. That's the thrill. You never know what you're going to get. He's grown up, Fred. Oh, has heard he? much? Of, yeah. What, what have you heard from Kyrie lately that's been disruptive? I haven't been listening. There you go. Because he might. You haven't heard anything because he, there hasn't been anything. He might have said a lot. I just don't know. Yeah, well, if he says it, usually in the past we've heard it. That's fair. It's been front page news. That's fair. But we haven't heard much from Kyrie this year. Right, and that's good. I think yeah. we heard enough from him the past years. There you go. All we need to hear is what he does on the court, Rodney. That's all we want to know. How are we playing, Kyrie? Not the earth is flat. Oh, you turned and, into shut up and dribble guy. No, now. I no, that's different. Not the earth yeah. is flat. I've got a hamstring. Nobody will talk to me. No, I'm not playing, and I'm mad at everybody. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear that stuff. I'm not saying shut up and play, but let your playing do your talking for you at least for a while, because you've you've had an awful lot to say over the past couple of years. He's not mad at everybody. Everybody just don't understand him. So a hundred years ago. Kareem is playing for the Lakers. And they're in the playoffs. And they're playing the Nuggets in Denver. And leading into the game, Kareem said, you know, here's the problem. Nobody understands me. You just don't understand. And the Nugget fans were starting to beat with them. It was that kind of thing, you know, in playoff basketball. And back in the day, there was no social media. But people could still get nasty. Right? Mm-hmm. They still could, Rodney. You play with no social yep, media. Absolutely. You know that. And, and the statement was, you know, people just don't understand me. So we get to Denver. I think they were playing at McNichols Arena then. 
back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is an enormous sign. There's an enormous sign, and it is uh, attached to the railing of the upper deck there. Okay, so it was clearly visible. Mm-hmm. People say, people don't understand me. You know what the sign said? The problem what? is, Kareem, we do understand. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember uh, that. I walked in and saw that and just started laughing. The problem, Kareem, is we do understand. Uh, and he saw this? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was up. Yeah. I'm not so sure. So that made him even more upset. Oh, no. They beat him. They killed the Nuggets. Of course they did. I'm not sure if that's when uh, Doug Moe came out. Remember this, Kevin? Doug Moe came out. They were playing the Lakers uh, in the First of all, I know who Doug Moe is, but it's a little before my time there. For <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so, you remember this, Kevin? I oh, the outrageous man, outfits and all that man, stuff. I know of him, 19, but I. Yeah. 1978, circa 19, <laughs> yeah. no, whatever no, it may no. be. Oh, you don't you remember talking about Doug Moe. Yeah, I know. Kevin. Yeah, I remember, Kevin. I know of Doug Moe. I can't say I remember any specific instances involving oh Doug Moe back in the day. It was it. the best. He was coaching the Nuggets. They draw the Lakers in the playoffs, right? And everybody knew the Lakers were just going to kill them, destroy them. And Doug Moe had a couple of pops. I don't even know if it's on YouTube or not. He'd had a couple of pops and got up for his news conference. And he basically stood there and said, we're going to get killed. I don't even know why we're playing. We shouldn't be stuff like that. The league find them. <laughs> they find them before the game even started. And I, I think, you know, he... A couple of sheets to the wind. He just got of up course. there and said, hey, we got no prayer here. We got no hope. We're just, I don't even know what we're doing here. So he wasn't being sarcastic. He like some cards, he was like, oh, we don't have a chance. Why should we even play? It wasn't like that. He's being dead serious. <laughs> the funniest thing. He just said, hell, I don't even know why we're here. There's no reason for us to even play. <laughs> we're going to get why killed. Why are we even here? Why are we suiting up? Now, what are we, we doing? There's no reason for this. Uh-huh. Not for us. Hey, that's what you want, right? You want honesty. People cry. I don't want the players and coaches to be honest with us. Don't give us that coach speak. And I can't remember if he had a Tom Collins in his hand in a glass, and he was <laughs> sipping it when he was had up there. a cigarette? Yeah, it was the greatest ever. And I, I just went, oh, my God. And the league, the league fined him before the series even began for comments detrimental to basketball. <laughs> Honest to God, it, it, it really oh, was the best. Doug Moe. There were some characters back then, though, some, some coaching-wise. I mean, they were just as colorful as the players, these coaches. But it was great. Oh, yeah, because what you don't realize is when you watch the coaches, they're as competitive, if not more so, than the players. Oh, yeah. I, I, always like, yeah. I always like in the NBA when a player runs by the opposing coach, and this happens, and like gives them crap. You know, the players will yell at the other coach. Uh-huh. And the coach will just MF them right back. Doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Uh, coach, because all the coaches were players at one time. So they remember. They remember that atmosphere and what it was like to trash talk, to get in somebody's face. Um, you know, they're not too far removed from that. So they, they revert back. When somebody gets in their face, they get right back in it as if they went back to their playing days. And so, and most of these coaches were competitive. You know, a lot of them. Um, we're not the superstar on the team, but uh, a lot of them were in environments where they're the, they're, they were the fundamental guy. They, they were the guy, the spark plug maybe that came off the bench. Maybe they were a specialty shooter or rebounder or something like that. Um, but competitive, you're right. Most of the coaches are as competitive, or if not more, than a lot of the players. 
Kevin, did you find some Doug Mo stuff? So I found a uh, a game write up from when the Lakers had just swept the Nuggets. This was from April of 1987. Uh, so, so after they get swept, apparently he walked up to the podium, had two beers, two cans of beer in his in his hand, in his hand, in his hand. Quote: Are there any more doubts about who the soothsayer from the West is now? Talking about the Lakers destroying the Nuggets, he says it ain't no secret, but they're gonna win this thing. They're absolutely terrific, as good as I've ever seen. Mark my words, they're going to coast through the Western Conference. They may lose a game here or there if somebody breaks their legs. <laughs> it's a head coach of a team that just got swept who's, talking about the Lakers. Who said before the series started they were going to get annihilated. Which goes to his quote about being a soothsayer, Fred. That's where, that's where that comes from. <laughs> oh, God, he had two beers in his hands that time. So he was just tanked at the opener, too. Love it, love he, it. You know what? After the game, I'm going to let my hair down, baby. He knew, he knew he should start drinking once the matchup was set. So he drank before the games, he drank after the games. <laughs> Who are you playing? Who we got? We got Lakers, what? Got cream, cream and Magic coming to town? Hey, hey, Susie, Susie, give me that yeah, yeah, 12-pack. Yeah, give me that Give me that right now. Put that on ice. Who wants a little uh, Thanksgiving edition of Who Dis? 866-987-2570. Let's wrap up this week with a little Who Dis. Give somebody a chance. To beat Rodney and Ronnie. 866-987-2570. First caller, Kevin will pick you up and put you right on the air. So good luck. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. It's the day before Thanksgiving. A beautiful Wednesday. Woo. That wind we had the other day wiped everything away. It's so clear and beautiful right now. Everything's so green. Rodney P. Fred Rogan. Come on now. All right, so uh, for the Thanksgiving edition of Who Dis, we had a caller. I'll tell you who it was. Patrick. Who was it? Patrick in Arcadia. And we are excited to give Patrick a shot to jump on here today, Rodney. We know he's a fierce competitor. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, he dropped off. Oh, no, Patrick. Come Pat- on. Patrick dropped off. So. He's more than welcome to call back, or we will open it up to someone else at 866-987-2570. Damn, Patrick. I know. It's it's heartbreaking because I know Patrick wanted a piece today. He definitely wanted it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll give somebody else a chance, 866-987-2570. If you want to jump in here and play Rodney and Ronnie, jump on and let's do it. Our annual season of giving is here. You can help raise money for Dream Center LA to provide holiday meals for families in need, toys for kids, and holiday trees delivered by veterans that want to give back to our community. You can help. Donate now at am570lasports.com. All right. There you go. Uh, Oh, by the way, I think we're going to have Pastor uh, Matthew from the Dream Center on here in a bit. Oh, yeah. Every time. This time of year, yes. it's, It's great to have him on talk about what's happening with the dream center and so many people that need help this time of year so looking forward to talking to him yeah we'll have him on here in just a couple of seconds and we're ready to go kevin in sherwood forest kevin how are you great thanks rodney rodney fred how are you we're, we're, we're good, good. good we're good we're good yeah 
accident. Whoops, sorry. Oh, Kevin. Whoa. Been great. Whoa. I want to hit Kevin's been What great. are we doing, Fred? I hit the wrong button. I'm sorry. All right. So, Kevin, it's who dis. When you know it, you yell it out. Good? Got it. Okay. You have a challenge. Use your challenge. It's upheld. You retain your challenge. Use your challenge. It's denied. You're locked out of the next question. You got that? Got it. Okay, here we go. Ronnie, you ready? Happy Thanksgiving okay. Eve, Fred and Rodney. You jive turkey, Fred. Okay. Whoa. What? Whoa. Oh, is my mic still on? Sorry. Did I hear something? Oh, yeah. Ooh, them is fighting words right there. Do you want to lose a point before we start? Something tells me you're already automatically going to take that point away from me right now. No, I'm going to give you a break. Okay. Because I'm in the Thanksgiving spirit. And Kevin, this is a very special Thanksgiving edition of Who Dis? And, And how did you determine what into the Thanksgiving special edition? There's nothing special about this Who Dis, Fred. It's just another <laughs> regular edition of Who Dis. Nothing special whatsoever. It's not the Thanksgiving edition? It's the Thanksgiving edition in that it is a day before Thanksgiving and we happen to be playing the game. Okay, so there it nothing is. Special, this ain't NBC, Fred. Fred. Come on, you're not getting a special show here. So listen, <laughs> you know, you can call it what you want. I think uh, it's the special Thanksgiving edition. So let's begin. And we'll... Will bonus clues be allowed today? Oh, boy. He just opened the door for himself. You know what? <laughs> Since you asked beforehand, sure. Okay. Ah. By all means. Okay. I've made eight Pro Bowls in my NFL career. Eric Dickerson. No. Tom Brady. Nelson, no! Jim Kelly. How about new? Lawrence Aaron Taylor. Donald. No good! Joe Montana. Steve Young. And it is no good. Jerry Jerry Manning. All right, stop. You're not going to okay. get it. So I'm going to go to okay. the next clue. Thanks a lot. It's not a TKO, but it is a TK. Todd a Kelly. <laughs> How about new? You know that was good, Kevin. You know that was well, good. It was, it was something. Did that qualify oh, as a God. bonus clue, Fred? Was that one of your Thanksgiving bonus clues? Yes. It was really hokey. No, it wasn't. Terrible. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. When you hear it, you're going to go, that was the greatest clue I've ever heard. You've heard that before. Not a TKO, but a TK. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what a better bonus clue would be, Fred? No, no, Kevin, that's wrong. What, Kev? I know know what it should be. Oh, do you? What should it be? Tell me, Fred. Answer this swiftly. Because I say something like, you know what? Based on their recent history, you can say this man and his brother have some bad blood. Oh. Lee Klein? Travis Kelsey. There it is. <laughs> you see, oh, that's wait. how you rope in multiple threads there, Fred. They're brothers. They just played on Monday night. They played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift. One of her big hits is Bad Blood. And neither Neil nor Robert Klein played in the, in the NFL. So. That's right. There you go. That was a terrible guess. I'm sorry. Part. I'm sorry, Fred. I was just going to say answer swiftly. I thought that was a good bonus clue, too. Uh. <laughs> no? All right. Here's the next. TK. Golly, how, how, how soon are, have they already started? The Taylor Swift is ruining Travis Kelsey's uh, season? Not yet. And, Ronnie, I just That's took coming. a point away from you. I don't Ron- have any points, Fred. That's right, you're negative one. Ronnie is negative one. <laughs> Why? On the day before Thanksgiving. Why? For mocking my clue. Ronnie, my, I'm writing it down. Minus one, Ronnie. Okay. <laughs> okay Fred. Awful sensitive. All right, then, Fred. Before Thanksgiving. All right, here's the next one. He ain't my poppy, but he's big. David Ortiz. Yes. 
Did you make that up just now? Did you just make that up? He started that up with a bonus clue. Golly. I actually did like that one, Fred. Come on, go ahead. Horrible. I'm just watching Kevin. When I just start shaking his head. Definitely made up by Oh, man. Oh, God. Okay, here's the next one. So now uh, Rodney has one. Ronnie's back to none. What? Oh, jeez. Because I took a point away from you. <laughs> so now you're back at none. All right. I made 10 all-star teams in my NBA career. Kobe Bryant. Good try. How about Alan no? Iverson. No. Robert Ory. How about no? James Worthy. How about no? I led the Magic Johnson. Oh. How about no? I led the league in assists five times. Michael Cooper. How about new? Isaiah Thomas. How about new? I won my only. John Rondo. How about new? Vinny Johnson, the refer- the, the the microwave. John How Stockton. about new? <laughs> no. How about new? I John won- Stockton. No, he just said that. Uh, are you I, Carl that? Malone? No, no. All right, I won my only NBA title as a member of the Mavericks in 2011. Dirk Nowitzki. Jason Kidd. Rodney. Jason Kidd. Very good. Rodney has two. Ronnie has none. I have one, actually. No, you, But Fred took it away, unfairly. No, I didn't. When you mocked my bonus clue, you lost a point. Then you regained it, so you're even. Fred, everybody mocked your bonus clue. I just did it out loud. Nobody mocked my bonus clue. When I said Big Poppy, everybody liked it. Did you see no. Fred's face right now, Rodney? Really? He looks really angry. He's going to take another point away. I, I don't want. Listen, I don't want to do this before Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, You've already done it. You're already turning into Scrooge, and we're not even past Thanksgiving, getting ready for Christmas yet. When there are no rules, there is chaos, Rodney. We can't live in a world of chaos. You are. You, you're right, Rodney. He is starting to morph into Scrooge. His back yep. is starting to hunch more already. than it is now. My already. back is hunching, isn't it? A little bit, Fred. I know. I'm worried that. about you. I am too. Calcium, extra calcium, Fred. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, poor posture. Yeah, you and, know what I'm going to get. And big ankles. No, I don't have... <laughs> All right, you, you, you lost another point. You, oh, you're no. One again. <laughs> no, you just lost a point. Now you're minus one again. I'm giving it to Kevin. Happy holidays, Fred. I'm giving Kevin your point. <laughs> Kevin, you now have one. Yay. Boy, Not you, the other Kevin. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> All right. So now Rodney has two, Kevin has one. All right, here's the next one. I was the eighth overall pick in the 2017 NFL Draft. 2017. Yeah. Cooper Cup. No. Twenty seventeen. Eighth pick. Oh yeah. yeah. Alright, listen, before you go any further. Yeah. Give me something. This person has nothing to do with religion. Nothing to do with religion. Yes. Okay. Kevin, that was good. Meh. <laughs> okay. Eighth pick in 2017, nothing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hold the NCAA record for most all-purpose yards in a single season. Oh. All-purpose yards. Mm-hmm. The Daniel Tomlinson. Good try. How about new? Next clue. 
My father is not Mr. Ed. But my father was a standout receiver for the Broncos. Oh. That's Christian a good McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Uh, That's good. I like the Mr. Ed, Fred. That's a good one. Thank you. Didn't you like uh, my name has nothing to do with, I have nothing to do with religion? I like the Mr. Ed one better, personally. Okay. All right. So here's where we're at. Rodney has two. Kevin has two. Ronnie actually's lost two points. So, all right. Here's Didn't Mr. Ed get a hit off of Sandy Koufax or something? Did that happen? The greatest. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He slid into home plate, yeah. too. It's all on, yeah, it's all on black and white, Kevin. You have to go You have to go to YouTube and watch that. It oh, was, Wilbur. It was the funniest thing, and they had this giant horse that was like a oh, stuffed God. horse. It wasn't a stuffed horse. It was the real Mr. Ed. Yeah. No. They just they weren't what they are now. Our special right. effects a little bit. We've evolved a little bit. <laughs> they just tossed a stuffed horse across old. They plane. did, <laughs> and they're going slide and slide. You see the giant. Just get thrown across home plate. It was very it's funny. pretty good. If you guys haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. Oh, I think Casey Stengel was in that episode as well. Was he? Yeah. Oh my God, it was funny. And he used to bat. He had the bat, and it hang down his, his mouth. mouth. <laughs> he just kind of twist his head. Ever talk about the time a horse tried to hit me with his head? Oh, God. Tried to hit me right oh, in the head with his head. Can't say I'm surprised by that. Can't yeah. say, yeah. We're not shocked by that. The horse tried to hit you in the head, Fred. Right. Yeah, I have heard the story, Fred, of the horse biting you on the shoulder. Horse bit me on the shoulder. Horse almost kicked me in the head. I'm sure you would have died had that happened. So I would have been dead. That did not happen. I would have been dead. Is that the time when you were riding on, in the rodeo, Fred, and you were yeah. trying to like rope a little calf or something yeah. like that, and you, you got bucked off the horse yeah yeah that's what happened and then the rodeo clown saved you no then they just rushed out and picked me up and then the other time was i'm standing i don't know why i'm near a horse and you know if you don't understand the first you know horses are always sad because they have long faces so you know you try to make the horse happy is that what it is <laughs> that wasn't a, Jesus, i haven't heard wow. that before fred I, th I thought i'd get more out of that to be honest with you uh, somebody uh, would bite on that no, uh, no. So anyway, I'm standing next to the horse, and I'm talking to the horse, and the horse kind of moves its head to the side. That's a big head. If that horse would have hit me in the head with its head, I mean, it hit me in the temple, I'd have been down. Did he call you Wilbur? No, he did not call me Wilbur. Here's the next one. Okay, okay. I made 10 All-Star teams in my Moving NBA off. career. Dirk Nowinski. Yeah. Paul Pierce. No. Ray Allen. Yes. Oh, what? You're going to take that away Ow. from me now, too, Fred. How oh, is that out of the blue? Are you actually questioning if I will take it away from you when you got it? Is that is that what I heard? Um, Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that did come out, come out of my mouth there, Fred. Even after you got it fair and square, you asked that question, correct? You know what? I'm going to be bold and say yes. I'm taking it away. You don't get that one. <laughs> You're not getting that Fred, one Fred, you've taken three points away from me Because today. of your attitude. This is a time where we should all come together as a family, Ronnie. I'm trying to, Fred. No, you're like the drunk uncle. <laughs> I, uh, you like show up. You're stirring things up. I don't know why. All people want to do is have a little turkey, watch a little football, and fall asleep. You come in. You're mean-spirited. You're attacking everybody in the room. A drunk uncle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we don't need man, that on man. Thanksgiving. Kind of harsh, huh? Well, it's true. You're, you're taking away my tryptophan buzz. Here's the last one. Man. You jive turkey. Excuse me? I'm sorry. My mic was on. 
I forgot to turn it off. Here's the next one. My son is a pretty good receiver. Marvin Harrison. No. Great yes, though. Mm. If you order a Poke Bowl, you Jerry can... Rice. Yes. 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 I was going to say, if you order a Poke Bowl, I'll ask you what type of dish you want. Rice. Yes. Jerry Rice. There you go. Was that man. a good clue, Kevin? Both. You know what? Both of them were not bad. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're creating a monster now, Kevin. Don't I tell know. him. I'm encouraging him. Yeah. All right, yeah. Kevin in uh, Sherwood Forest. Nice try today. You you were in it, man. You almost won it. Yeah. Thanks, Fred. Thanks for having me. Okay. Rodney, you're tough. Thanks, buddy. You have a good Thanksgiving, good Kevin. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Cause near and dear to our heart. The Dream Center LA. Pastor Matthew's going to join us. Next hour, Dan Wykey jumps on. We'll talk some Lakers as they get ready for Dallas tonight. And the spirituality with the haiku. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. Today's afternoon delight is still that way. By J Rock. The TDE MC teamed up with producer Bongo, by the way, on a song that debuted over the weekend. This is the fourth single that the Watts Native have released in 2023 as speculation continues about its forthcoming album early next year. Again, today's afternoon delight is Still That Way by J Rock featuring Bongo, by the way. Rodney, uh, as we uh, approach Thanksgiving, you know, this is really near and dear to our heart. We have been partners with the Dream Center for years. They do such magnificent work. We just love them, and they are so kind and generous to the folks here in Southern California. Veterans are involved. I want to bring in our dear friend, Pastor Matthew. And Pastor Matthew, thank you for coming on today. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. Thank you so much for giving me the privilege. All right, Pastor Matthew, founder of Dream Center LA. It's the 16th year of raising money for veterans and the fourth year of our season of giving. It officially kicked off Monday. It runs through December 15th. Pastor, it is great to have you back. What does this event mean for you guys? This event's unbelievable because what you guys do is you just basically put your arms around us and you love the city of LA starting with a turkey giveaway that just took place this past week where we gave away 250 turkeys to families, and they were just all smiles that you guys did. And then, and then not only that, I mean, I'm looking at the veterans, man. They're preparing the parking lot, you know, to get ready for uh, handing out trees. I met one of our veterans that's homeless, that lives, who was homeless, who lives in the building at the Dream Center, and he said, man, I can't wait for the tree lot. He goes, and these guys are just rallying together. You know, they got a great mission to make this really, really special. And so... Uh, the veterans are putting it together because of the sport of you guys. So we could put trees in people's cars and boy, they get those trees up there in a hurry on people's cars. They're amazing. And then, and then of course the dreamland, the big thousands of presents we're going to be giving away that you guys are contributing towards that have a little section on campus in the middle of that big old party that we're doing. And just, uh, the AM, the AM listeners, sports listeners just right there and just, uh, putting together a, a wonderful little um, area, uh, 
all on campus. So, so it's just going to be a wonderful season. And, and the way you guys just from November all the way to the end of the year get behind it is just truly stunning. I'm just the most happy, grateful person in the world. Well, we're, we're excited to be a part of it, of all the things that you do. Uh, Pastor Matthew, talk about the veterans again real quick, because I, I think that it, it's so special. And, and I think we all know this. When, you, when you're able to, to, to help someone out that is in need, uh, that feeling is, is unbelievable. And for, this, for these veterans, like you said, that are participating uh, after once probably needing you know, all the help that they could get themselves, and now to be on the other side of it helping others, um, talk about that transformation and what it means for the veterans to be a part of this. Yeah, you know, they have just made up so much joy in this campus. I mean, what happens with them when they come into the program is, uh, first of all, we kind of help them, you know, get to their need and help them with their homelessness and things like that and dealing with counseling and, the, and all the PTSD. But then when we get to that, we get to the, to the mission, you know. Uh, and what, what's, what's your new mission for life? And so we just give these guys amazing projects and partnership with you guys where they get to do events and run them. And uh, it's almost like there's a sense of brotherhood and, and uh, sisterhood now with our women's program that they have in the program. And um, I think the great thing about the Dream Center is that, you know, we walk with people step by step through the process. And uh, we just don't minister to people's needs. We minister to their potential. And these guys are starting, are really starting to come to life to the idea that um, they have something great to contribute on the ground floor of our streets of Los Angeles and make a difference. And so they're, they're feeling a renewed sense of, of mission and excitement. And, um, but boy, you know, these are lonely times for a lot of our veterans, very lonely. So to get them out there working for a good cause, and we all know that the greatest that we'll ever be in life is when we're serving others. And so it really gets their mind off of a lot of the pain they go through. And then by healing someone else's life, uh, their lives just become so much better during this season. Uh, Pastor Matthew, founder of Dream Center LA, is with us. All right, let's run down the schedule. 250 turkey meals complete with sides are being handed out this Sunday, along with seasoning from Chef Marito Seasoning. December 4th, holiday trees will be passed out by the veterans in Dream Center. December 15th, last day of the season of giving. And December 16th, Winter Wonderland event for $5,000 at Dream Center LA. All right, Pastor Matthew, what have I left out? You left out nothing. You hit all of it, and that's a lot. And I'm so thankful that you guys are, are stepping up to the plate like this because, you know, it's hard enough to run a campus where there's 700 people that live here every day who are, uh, live here for free. Uh, and we, we can't do these special events, and that hurts us because your budget can only take care of what you can do every day. But you guys come alongside and allow us to do these spectacular, memorable events that leave a mark in the community for a long, long time. So thank you. Uh, Pastor Matthew, I do wanted to ask you, since we're you now in 2023 and, and just a few years removed from the pandemic, have, how have you seen you know, families recover? Are they starting to feel the recovery now? Um, because I know a couple years ago that was just a, such a strain on everyone, and especially the Dream Center. I remember talking to you and, and uh, Justin Turner and a lot of folks and how much of a strain it was during the pandemic. How is it now? You know, it's, it's sadly, we, we've never been this full. We have 250 families trying to get housing. We have hundreds of people on the waiting list for rehab. A lot of demographic has changed. We have a lot of uh, people who have never used drugs before who are showing up with fentanyl addiction. Honestly, it's been kind of like a war zone every day. It feels like we're just fighting for the hearts and souls of people and who are coming under bridges every day, who are just, um, you know, bound by drugs and hoping to get their life together. And then, of course, families 
who live in the new shanty towns of America, and that is their cars. You know, they're just um, trying to survive. And so the Dream Center makes more sense than ever before. It's, it's harder to keep going. But, um, you know, you just get it 24 hours and just expect 24-hour miracles. And I kind of feel like you guys have always been that, that miracle during the season one day at a time that, that kind of catapults you to the end of the year. And so we're just so thankful for it. But it's just we're overwhelmed. I think we thought, you know, after we fed 5 million people during the pandemic that maybe we'd take a deep breath. But it's just taken on a whole different, you know, face of hurt and pain and addiction that we're just, you know, it's a privilege to show up and do it every single day. We just wish we had more space than even this 400,000 square foot campus uh, to take care of people. Pastor Matthew, please know for us, this is a labor of love. We are with you every step of the way, and we appreciate you coming on as you do each and every year to talk about what you're doing. No, I love you guys. Thank you so much. And we love Pastor Matthew and all the good they do at the Dream Center LA. Uh, All right, other side, Dan Wykey joins us. Lakers get ready for Dallas tonight, and we will have Thanksgiving spirituality with Vic and the haiku. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.